0: About yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder, everyone talking about a neutral AFC Championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this?
1: We better send those refunds. <laughs> I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck to coin flip, it's time to pay up. To Don't pay cross up. the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run telling tell them it's up. And I'm it's from up. the city where they gotta play us. Fuck to coin flip, it's time to pay up. Now don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell him it's up Back to back champs, kings of the north with it Thinking they can hang with us, the ain't jumped out the porch with it Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins Then throw Boyd in the mix, now you really iffy Every Sunday showin' boys how they're really gritty They try to shuffle up the game on us, but they ain't icky Flip the coin, kick the toe, right to the go and get it Never know what's gon' happen when Joe drop back He get shiesty in the pocket, I get shiesty on the track Nobody on the team I'm all pro, that's all cap. Most all-around team in the NFL, that's all facts. And came across nobody yet. It seemed like they can hang with us. They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we call they bluff? Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us. Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us. No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail. I dare you come across that middle, Von gon' ring your bell. I know we under they skin, them boys built frail. Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail. You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends. Rita clogging up the middle like a big body Benz. Right behind them Logan and Pratt, the turnover twins. Jesse based in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends. We, we just, draft just draft the cam and draft the, the hill. hill. Instant gratification every time that they on the field. We can't go back to what we was, cause that's the loser way. It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eight. It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it. Zach Taylor doing the same for the city, I give it to him. And I bet you will find a hole if you give it to him. Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him. Just hand it out to 28 and let him do the dash. Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash. Every week it seem like Lou digging deeper in his bag. And if the game on the line, all my favorite money match. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck the coin flippers time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, twenty-one in the cut. And we ain't high from nobody, run telling me up. Mm-hmm. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flippers, time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, twenty-one in the cut. Mm-hmm. We ain't higher from nobody, run telling me up. What do we say, y'all? They gotta play us That's right,
2: they gotta play us. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the show. This is Bengals Talk with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the back-to-back north champion Cincinnati Bengals. Now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. You guys are awesome. I'm up to 2,185 subscribers. As always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, and you have yet to subscribe to my channel, why not, please do so. Please go to the YouTube channel, Bagels Talk with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button at the bell for notification. Every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also, exclusively in the YouTube chat crew, we're doing super chats. So if you got something for Trags you wanna ask or my co-host today, Big Savage Greg, give me a super chat, I would greatly appreciate it. And as always, I'm coming to you from this glorious place down here, it's the Ice Cave. the Ice Cave is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. So if you're looking for an apartment, a house, a condo to rent, check out t properties. If you have a rental property that you just don't want to manage anymore, you just want to sit back, kick back, collect the money, check out t properties. And as always, every single day I'm wearing it. We got jackpot joey nine, jackpotjoey9.com. That's where you have the gear. We got the hats, we got hoodies, we got the flags. Uh, Check it out there, all portions of the Percy go to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund and the Joe Burrow Fund. Plus, we got that uh, Jackpot Joey golf outing coming up soon, so we're going to make a pretty big donation there to the Joe Burrow Fund. What's up to everybody in the chat? Stranger, you were first. Crib Keeper's in there. Brad's in there. Pork Chop. Jerome is in there. And Ken, what is going on? All right, let's get to the co-host of the show for me today. He is Big Savage Greg. what's going on brother what up strawberry how we doing today good man good man hey let's get to the reason we all are here the reason and i love this guy because every time i ask him to come on the show i get sure he's a great dude if you guys are not following tracks you know what the hell you're missing let's get the tracks what's
3: going on tracks hey can i make uh hi gentlemen greg uh, ice how you doing? um can we uh change the uh intro how, how you want to change the intro Make it shorter? <laughs> no. Uh, I have changed my uh, avatar. Oh, you and want to change
2: your intro? Yes. I can change yes. that.
3: Yes. I can do that. And because it play that intro again. What do you yeah. notice about it? Well, one you got
2: pictures chair you're sitting in, two you're interviewing that guy sure. that you 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 asked me the guest last time. So, I can change that. I can put, put the new one you got up there.
3: You know who that receiver is, right? I, you, I know you did this to me last time, and I already freaking oh. forgot. <laughs> I, he 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 came to Cincinnati after New England. Good, Greg. See if you can guess.
2: Cincinnati afternoon. Here, look at the picture. Hold on. Here we go. Ready? To watch. Brandon There we go.
3: Somebody ding, got a the back.
2: There we go.
3: Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs>
2: Dude, I, you've asked me that like three times, and I keep freaking forgetting who it is. So I'm going to change your avatar so you could ask me the question, tracks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the boys are back in town. I know you got a lot of cool interviews there. What's what's the, the vibe like down, down there at, at PayCore right now?
3: Well, uh, I was there yesterday and today, and we were in the locker room yesterday. And what struck me, guys, is that Uh, it's loose and confident and pleasant and happy. Uh, Just they picked up where they left off uh, in February or late January. And I think that's a good sign. And I think the key for the new guys, the six new free agents, I think five of the six uh, who have signed with the Bengals were actually there yesterday, did not see Sidney Jones. Uh, But Uh, they fit right in and they're excited about joining the Bengals culture and the Bengals locker room. And they've heard a lot about it Uh, on the outside. I was talking to Nick Scott and he's like, "Uh, yeah, I've heard so much about how this Bengal locker room is a brotherhood and that, you know, a lot of teams say, use that term, the brotherhood. But I think with the Bengals, when you spend time in that locker room, Uh, you can sense it's palpable, right? Uh, Yeah, It's very, very noticeable that the guys in there love each other and really love spending time around each other. And I think that matters. When the crap hits the fan uh, in the middle of November, if a player goes down injured, who's going to come in and pick up the slack? There's no panicking uh, in that locker room. And I think that's you know, the kind of DNA that a lot of championship teams show. I think this Bengals team over the last couple of years, I wrote this in my column from Monday. They showed that over the last two years. Uh, They have poise. And I think that poise, like Zach Taylor said on Monday, begins at this time of year in the off-season workout program when everybody's getting together, kind of, you know, hanging out not only in the weight room but going out together at night. You know, there's not a big, heavy, hectic schedule to be – you know, sticking to the uh, workouts are obviously still voluntary. So if somebody misses a day, nobody's going to lose their mind over it. Uh, So this is a good time for team building and bonding. And, you know, it's, I think it's, Always a good sign when you see ninety-five percent of the team showing up to these voluntary workouts.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Now, now one thing that, that, that uh, you tweeted out yesterday, and I retweeted it, and got a lot of comments on it was uh, Jackson Carmen. Yes, uh, and he's 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 felt, felt or, or slim. I couldn't figure out.
3: People were slender, giving, slim. Svelte. S-V-E-L-T-E. Um, (laughs) Svelte. And I don't think I was overstating it. It was noticeable. I asked uh, Richard Skinner. I asked uh, Jay Morrison of The Athletic. uh, And I said, am I missing something or does Jackson look significantly lighter? And they said, oh no, he definitely looks lighter. And I think that's a way of Jackson Carmen kind of sending a message, look, I know we went out and signed Orlando Brown Jr. I know he's going to be the left tackle. uh, And I know what the other spot is going to be like in terms of competition. You already have Jonah Williams. You have La'El Collins, who, you know, Collins probably won't be ready for the start of the season. I think that's a safe assumption given how late in the season he tore his ACL uh, Christmas Eve in New England. Uh, And then you have La'El Collins. You have Dante Smith. And then you have whoever they draft. Maybe they draft Dewan Jones, maybe that happens. I hope Um, so. (laughs) uh, Armstrong is a possibility. So, you know, there's a lot of ways that the Bengals could go uh, that would add a lot of competition to that tackle room. And, uh, you know, I think that's what Jackson Carmen's way of telling the organization and most importantly, telling himself, I got to be ready from Jump Street. This cannot be like the first two years with the Bengals.
0: Sounds great. What do you got, Greg? You got something you want to ask? Uh, you know what? So um, Jackson Carmen, obviously that's a good sign. Him showing up. What do you, what, when Zach Tate was asked about Jonah Williams, he's like, I'm not going to talk about that. Those conversations are private. What is the vibe you get with Jonah Williams? Do you see him being a Cincinnati Bengals next, Cincinnati Bengal oh, next
3: year? I, that is really, we were even debating that amongst ourselves uh, this morning in the Bengals media workroom. It's a tough one because um, you know, I don't think Jonah Williams is very happy in the in the situation he's in right now. He's never really played right tackle at the NFL level, uh, but I think what uh, is very apparent is this is a financial deal. And if Jonah Williams wants to get paid his twelve point eight million dollars, twelve he's got to show up and play. Yeah. I mean, he he has zero leverage here, and the Bengals don't really have a lot of leverage because. His all of his money is guaranteed, so you can't just cut him and save the cap. That's not going to happen. So, um, we're at a situation where it doesn't probably make sense for Jonah Williams to show up early. He's got nothing, uh, his roster spots guaranteed because they picked up the option. So, uh, you know, he's going to be on the team barring some type of trade. Could a trade happen? I think. I'm a little less than 50-50 on that happening right now because I don't think the Bengals uh, are going to get a third or a fourth round pick for Jonah. And I think that's where they value him. Um, You know, if they were to settle for a sixth or a seventh round conditional, uh, then yeah, I think a team would probably uh, be willing to pick up Jonah uh, as a starting tackle option or a backup. Uh, But do I see the Bengals just giving him away? No, I think... Jonah Williams starts training camp with the Bengals. If another team uh, has an injury that happens uh, in training camp, which happens right. all the time, right. then you know you have a partner that matches up. I know the Patriots are still looking for a tackle heading into the draft. If they uh, you know address their tackle need uh left tackle need uh in the draft you know there goes one possibility but don't you just uh, we'll have a wait. direct
2: line to B- bill bochek from your days there yeah. you just call him up and say hey bill. <laughs> uh, I,
3: I need to go through uh, a switchboard so <laughs> no, no no direct line
2: uh but yeah i i i think it also t- kind of depends on which way the draft falls if there is a right tackle there yeah then they might be more willing to part ways with them for less than what they
3: really want is kind of
2: my my correct.
3: I think that's a, I think that's a possibility. They, uh, and if, if a team is not going to give them a third or fourth round value for uh, Jonah uh, right off the gate, which I don't think they're going to do, then the Bengals have to say to whoever, you know, you're picking up the entire salary, right? Then it makes sense for the Bengals, right? If you're telling the Bengals, You get a sixth or seventh round conditional pick. You don't have any obligation or very little obligation uh, to his cap number. Then you can see that uh, situation scenario taking place. Right,
2: exactly. I got a question from uh, the chat here. Dustin says, Trags. I'm a big fan of trading back. If there is a willing partner and grabbing a playmaker like Gibbs, what's your thoughts?
3: Uh, possibility. Um, again, do, do the Bengals see a situation where they can get quality at, at the uh, tight end position uh, where it's a reasonably deep draft, uh, relatively deep draft for tight ends? I could see that happening. Um, you know, there's a lot of different ways. The Bengals traditionally have uh, really wanted to stay with their first round pick. Because the first round pick gives them a fifth year. And I don't think a fifth year option on a player, let's say, like Jamar Chase, for instance. And that's incredibly valuable in Jamar Chase's uh, situation. Um, But I don't see them trading down right now. Uh, Now, could they package a second and a third round uh, on the second day of the draft, Mm -hmm. you know, the Friday night? I could see that being a possibility and adding more picks Later in the draft, but uh, do I see them trading out of the first round? I don't. I, I think if uh, an impact player is there to be had in the first round, you add it to this roster, and I think that's always been, you know, the Bengals' mo ever since um, Zach Taylor came on board.
0: Right. Well, yeah, right. So, you know the old godfather saying, that I'll make him an offer he can't refuse. You know, right offer comes in, you got to take it. But, yeah, like you said, that fifth-year option is very valuable. My question, you just brought up Dewan Jones. That is the only player that I'd be willing to reach for. Let me, do you think it would be a reach for him at 28? And then I hear reports saying he could he, he could be there at 60 for the Bengals. I just don't see that happening because the value. Of that. No,
3: I would not wait. If, if you want Dewan Jones and he's there at 28, yeah. then you take him at 28. Yeah. You know, and then uh, and then what you're essentially saying is we'll figure out Jonah Williams somehow, mm-hmm. some way, uh, because you'd rather have the problem of having Jonah Williams on your roster right. and finding a way to move him right. than yeah. having a gap, uh, you know, having a you know a gaping hole at right tackle going into the season, not knowing that mm-hmm. Lael Collins, uh, who by the way was uh, there today uh, in, at the Bengals facility. You know, knowing that uh, L. Collins is not going to be ready for the start of the season.
2: Exactly. Now, um, uh, Crown here wants to know about uh, Joe Mixon. I I know he just kind of made one big, big statement. Is there? I mean, you, uh, uh, JJP gave you credit that you were there (laughs) when when Joe made a statement as well. What is there anything new with him? He's just he's he's there. He's happy to be there.
3: I I think I'm gonna you know read between the lines here. Joe Mixon knows that the Bengals don't uh, I don't think want to pay him the 12.9 million dollars right. for 2023 and uh there is no way I can see him playing this year under that contract right uh, how willing is he to restructure how willing are the Bengals to restructure his deal um if the Bengals can't get an impact running back would they be happy to have Joe Mixon on the roster at let's say I don't know 3 million dollars Uh, $4 million? five million Mm billion? Yeah, I think they would. uh, Because he knows the system and he can still catch the ball and he can still make some guys miss. But he doesn't have the – or hasn't shown enough of the explosiveness that the Bengals' offensive coaches have said time and time and time again that they need out of the running back position. That's the one kind of weakness that the Bengals have acknowledged in their offense uh, over the last two years. And I think, you know, addressing the Joe Mixon – dilemma uh will go a long ways in answering that for the 23 season
2: now i saw the interview you did with uh, irv smith uh yesterday and i I find find him interesting just because i think he potentially could be a very good player as long as he stays healthy you know where where, where is he at health wise any insight on the on the what he said yesterday
3: He's ready to go. Uh, He said he felt good, uh, is uh, showing up for all the workouts, doesn't have any limitations. So I think Irv Smith Jr. is a guy that uh, given his three years uh, with the Vikings, um, Zach Taylor said, yeah, we envision him as a guy that could come in and start right away in our offense, which is saying a lot. Right. Uh, But given the fact that You know, people know his history at Alabama. He even joked that he'd love to do the gritty with Jamar (laughs) and uh, the rest of the guys in the locker room. That He'd love to get a chance to do that. But uh, this is, you know, a position that the Bengals have uh, not had a lot of stability but have had decent production over the last uh, two years. Decent production, not spectacular production. But again, uh, when you take a look at what Hayden Hurst was able to do, last year in the second half of the season, it was night and day. It really made a difference. I think it, Hayden Hurst was one of the big reasons the Bengals were able to win their last eight regular season games is yeah. uh, Joe Burrow had uh, a real good, solid, dependable red zone target. And when they got Hearst involved there and they got Hurst involved in the playoffs, it right. made a big, big difference. Exactly. Now how much of the credit do
2: you give that to Joe or how much do you give credit to the tight end coach? Because Back-to-back years, C.J. Uzama left, got a big contract. Hayden Hurst left, got a pretty big contract. I mean, it's a destination if you're a guy like Irv Smith. You come here, you have one good year, you could leave have a get another big payday for somebody else.
3: I don't think that's a bad point. Um, I think part of the credit has to go to Burrow because mm-hmm. he know he's always uh, – well, actually, since he's been here in Cincinnati, he's always uh, been fond of fighting the tight end and right. check. You know, he hasn't always been fond of checking down, but right. since he's learned better. the, the <laughs> habit of checking down, <laughs> right. the tight ends there. Right. The running backs are there. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Burrow has done a very good job of getting the tight end more involved. And certainly I think um, there is, you know, the opportunity for Irv Smith Jr. to uh, make his uh Nuggets there, and but I will tell you, uh, if a Michael Mayer is there at twenty eight, <laughs> I I I can't see them passing him up. I wouldn't right. overthink it.
0: Right, right. Uh, I'm, and I'm Mike, uh, so you know what's interesting in interview, Zach, they as Zachary was asked about tight ends, he says got to be willing to block, do this, do that. Dalton Kincaid, the other big tight end, obviously yes. he's a dynamic force in the offense, but he is known not to be a good blocker. Do you, I know the Bengals met with him. I mean Michael Mayer it fits perfectly, but do you see Kincaid fitting in the Bengals offense? Uh,
3: sure, I do. Uh, you know a receiving tight end he can look if you're the Bengals, you're looking for as many receiving options in the red right. zone as possible. Yes. The Bengals can move it between the 20s as, as good as anybody in the NFL. Yeah. I think we know that by now. What they re- and what they really need to focus on is uh, maintaining red zone efficiency, improving third down efficiency. They do those, and there were times last year the Bengals were excellent on third down. There are other times where where they struggled. So I think main, uh, increasing or bettering uh, their efficiency on third down is something they'll look to do. And uh, having a good, reliable receiving tight end is a huge part of that. Uh, James Casey, I want to mention his name. And you know, you mentioned Ice. That uh, you know, who is to credit? Who should get a lot of the credit? Yes. Uh, yes. Joe Burrow or the coaching staff. Yeah, I think they, I couldn't Casey, remember his name. Th- thank you. <laughs> James Casey yeah. uh has done a remarkable job uh with the tight ends. And let's not forget Drew Sample. Sample has a role in the Dale conference. is so
2: happy Drew Sample's <laughs> back. He's excited. So,
0: he's a he's
3: it's not a glamorous role. Right. It yeah. is, uh, he is a good block. He's yeah. a very valuable blocking right. tight end. And if he's healthy, he comes back from the knee injury, um, you know, in 12 packages uh, or 20, uh, 12 packages, he can be, or even 13s, uh, he can be a very uh, important part of your offense. And I think the Bengals know that. And that's why they brought Casey back, or they brought, um, Drew back. Sample back. They have Devin uh, Asiasi back. Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> they have enough guys there now at that position where I think going into the off season before free agency, Bengal fans were like, what are we doing at tight end? And I think yeah. they've done a very good job of addressing that over the last four weeks or so. I I, I cannot tell you how impressed I've been over the last two years Uh, With the job that Duke Tobin and staff have done with reading the market, not overreacting, Mm -hmm. waiting for the market to come to them a little bit and then picking and choosing, plugging in players and then having those players fit the culture of the locker room. And then eventually, um, yes, you have to have talent, but they get their guys that they're, they're most confident of, sign them and then make them fit uh into the culture of the locker room
2: yeah exactly i i could agree with you more the, the off season, they've they, the free agencies they've done perfect i mean they they've hit it out yeah. of the ballpark almost every single time there's only like one guy i can think of that maybe didn't work out was the quarterback we signed from minnesota two years ago like, Trey Trey yeah yeah Trey yes. I, that's that's about the only one that they haven't hit it out of the park with as far as free ages go so they've they've done an excellent job tracks you give me, he said, fifteen or twenty minutes. I think we're over. So I have my apologies, but
3: uh, no, it's. All, I can I can stay for five more minutes. You got me for five more
1: all minutes. Right. Five more minutes. All
2: right. Well, let me get this question here from uh, David here. He said, "Would the Bengals roll the dice on way to see if Emmanuel Forbes is there at sixty, or yeah. is he the pick at twenty eight if he's there?" He's that, some people say some people have been mocking him there. Really? <laughs> yeah.
3: I, I'm gonna. I, I don't know. I mean that that's one of those things where. I'm not gonna, you know, profess to be a draft guru expert, and I know <laughs> off the top of my head all of these players and how they might fit uh in the Bengal system. So, you know, look, I know they want a cornerback. Yeah, and if they feel like Emmanuel Forbes gives them a, a possibility of st- putting in a starting cornerback if one of the two go down, if for whatever reason Cheeto was not ready to start the season or if Cam Taylor Britt uh, got hurt mm-hmm. or took a step back, I don't, he's not going to take a step back. Right, if right. Cam Taylor Britt got hurt, uh, what are you going to do? Cause yeah. you don't have Eli Apple now, mm-hmm. right? So what are you going to do? And I think they would like an option that is affordable and you know, I can tell you that in talking to people around the organization, they know that with the def- with so much money being spent on the defense the last three uh, years, and Duke Tobin has mentioned this as well, at least alluded to this, you know, they've got to start uh, stockpiling picks on the defensive side of the ball. Yes. yes, And they've got to hit on the defensive side of the ball. And if they think that Emmanuel Forbes is a key piece of uh, the foundation of the secondary going forward, then yeah, maybe they do uh, take a chance and and take him. But um, I don't think he's going to be there uh, when the Bengals pick in the second round, unless they move up.
2: All right. So uh, two real quick questions. Um, You interviewed uh, Orlando Brown yesterday and and, then Cheeto, him talking about, you brought him up, talking about his rehab, how close he is. What what are the, 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 Bright points of those two interviews
3: well orlando brown jr uh really charismatic really looking forward to like i said earlier uh getting to know everybody in the room and maybe this is a little unfair to uh, lc lel collins Mm -hmm. i think last year's signing of lc when they brought him in i didn't get the sense immediately that he was integrated into the locker room like immediately, all right? With Orlando Brown Jr., I definitely get that sense that like, okay, he's the left tackle. He is going to be protecting Joe Burrow's blind side. He's going to be here every day. He's young, younger anyway, Um, and he has a contract to match it, and I think he is bought in, and now you have four-fifths of the offensive line. There is no doubt about four-fifths of their offensive line. Right. Uh, and I think there's no doubt about two players, uh, in, two or three players in terms of depth. Now you're looking at who is going to answer the bell at right tackle. Mm-hmm. And uh, But going back, I'm rambling here a little bit. No, you're good, um, you're good. Oh, no. I, I think Orlando Brown uh, is going to fit in that locker room exceptionally well. Mm-hmm. As far as Cheeto, uh, he seemed in great spirits. The one kind of sneaky little takeaway that I had from him is he has not had a plateau yet. I mean, you hear a lot of guys, football players especially, uh, when they're in rehab saying, you know,
2: yeah.
3: you work really hard. You're feeling great, feeling great, feeling great. And then one day or two days or three days in a row, you just feel like crap. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had that. He has like good not or bad had a plateau. <laughs> so it's funny you say that because he's like, I hope that doesn't mean my plateau is coming soon. Right. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, he, he didn't want to put a timeline on his return at training camp, mm-hmm. but then I asked him, You think you're going to be ready for the start of the season? And he said, No doubt. I definitely feel I'll be ready. Right. By the time the season rolls around, I should be good to go. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome.
2: Awesome. Um, uh, that's not a question. That's something about Hunter Green. We'll talk. We'll get. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. that. yeah. That
3: was my little alert that came up. I don't know if you heard it. Uh, yeah. 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 It said,
2: Well, we can talk. I mean, this
3: is Bengals, but it said Hunter Green. Agreed
2: to a $53 million six-year extension, which is – that's a uh, – I think that's good money. I think that's yeah. uh, that's
3: wise of the Reds to do that. Do oh, yeah. That. Well, uh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, ahead. I – well, I just think, you know, he is going to be one of the core players. You know, let's draw in a Bengals uh, analogy here, uh, a metaphor. The Reds are seeing what the Bengals are going through, mm-hmm. and the Reds know full well, at least in baseball terms, we got to lock up our young players to show our fan base that yes. we're serious about competing. And not trade them after they get good.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> that is the thing. And I think when you sign a guy like this, it sends a message not only to the fan base, but more importantly to guys inside the organization that, yeah, we're serious about keeping our guys, our core guys, and building around them. That would be great because, I mean, they got a lot of good young guys in the minor leagues
2: that are going to be up here. And next uh, year, this year. Next L.A.
3: De Cruz, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: you got him. You got uh, Matt McLean. I think he's getting, not going to cover off the ball down there. I think he's coming up yep. first, probably. So, I mean, they they got a shot a year or two. We might be a competitive ball club. But that's the thing, Trax. is like, that's what t- ticks us all off, is we'll get all these good players. And then they get older and they get worse, uh, more money, and the Reds betrayed trade them. That's what I'm like. I hope they don't do that. If they do that, then why the hell are we going through this again? So. But I, I, I like it. I think it's awesome. Tell everybody about your uh, website, your podcast, everything else. And you're just an awesome guy for always coming on my show.
3: <laughs> you are most welcome. Jungle Roar Pod on YouTube is the uh, YouTube page for my channel. You can catch all the latest videos, including today's videos from the Bengal workouts of local high school and college products. Uh, that the Bengals worked out for about a half hour inside Paycor Stadium. A lot of video, good interviews, and and uh, some action uh, video, as a matter of fact, is up there on that YouTube page. Uh, my interviews with Orlando Brown, um, Cheeto, wouzier like you said, uh, along with uh, Irv Smith Jr., uh, and uh, also a couple other Bengals, Zach Taylor. They're all up there on that page. You can follow me on Twitter, at Trags, T-R-A-G-S. And uh, of course, you can uh, follow me on clnsmedia.com.
2: Like I said, Traggs, if you ever need a camera guy to go in there and hold a camera for you wire in Bengals' locker room, I'm your man.
3: <laughs> I'll work on that, Iceman.
2: <laughs> it sounds good. I always appreciate it, Thank you, Mike. brother.
3: All right, guys. Take care.
2: See you. Hooday. Hooday.
0: Dude,
2: Traggs is awesome. I mean, I'm yes. he, every, like every time I ask him to come on, he says yes. Anyway, that's. That, a lot of people don't do that. So
0: yeah. Happy. Well, well, not to interrupt you, Strawberry, from our group chat, Uh, from Dove, Cleman is his name. Bengals are expected to ask Mixon to take a pay cut. If he doesn't accept, he'll be let go for Paul Daner. Just really? found out. So, I mean, are we really supposed to be shocked about it? No, not at all. No, that's what we've been saying all, all, all season. There's, I mean, they
2: they, they're not going to pay that much money to be a running back. We knew that from the get-go.
0: Yeah, and like – Answer me this strawberry with 31 other or any other team in the NFL paying that money. I'm sorry. No, yeah. no it's no. not being mean or anything. It's just, it's, just, it's business. It's, it's bi- just business. That's all it is.
2: You know, I mean, that's, I, that's, it, 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 it sucks. You know, it just, that, that's just the thing. It, it, it's, it's, I love Mixon. I yeah. appreciate what he's done. And Absolutely. I'm hoping to keep him. But I, that's
0: what we keep I've been saying, it's like, I don't see the pain of that much money. I just, no, you I, know. no. It, whether you want to keep it or not, the money just doesn't make any sense. It right. just doesn't and all that. And, like, I, I've stated this. If he's here, I'm, I'll am i be more than happy. Yeah. But if he's gone, we have to start over. I'll be happy to. Either way, I'm just ready to move forward. I just want something to be yeah. – I, I, I just can't wait for the draft or some decision made so we can all just move on with our lives. Right. Yeah. I
2: mean, the thing is, they, with, with them signing him Drew Sample, I think they're I, – I was, I was more of the mindset. I thought they are going to draft possibly two tight ends. Now yeah. they re-sign Drew Sample, I think they're only going to draft a one tight end. Oh, yeah. And, and with this news now – if they have to cut Nixon, then they're drafted two running backs.
0: Oh, yeah. No. Definitely.
2: And, and <laughs> I'm telling you, if Bijan Robinson is there at 28, I I might take my shirt off and run around.
0: Well, well no, no, well, no. Wait a minute. You know that giveaway that I'm doing and all that? You have Emmanuel Forbes and all that, man, which is very likely you you could win Emmanuel. So you, you should be rooting for Emmanuel Forbes right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I said that
2: because uh, I was listening to uh, the Bengals Beef podcast and. Um, Davis, I cannot remember his name. He's an NFL analyst on the NFL Network, Uh, and he came up with his mock draft. Yeah, and uh, he had Forbes going to the Bengals. Right. So yes, my boy is is, is chiming in. Yes, we saw Hunter Green sign a six-year deal. We were we were discussing that. Yeah. Which we can talk about that. I mean, because uh, we can we can turn this into some Reds conversation because this is the thing.
0: Yeah.
2: That I said this, you know, when the Reds are rebuilding, we're like, okay, great, we got Hunter Green, we got Lazollo, we got yeah. that's that's awesome. Great. When they actually start costing the Reds money, uh, are they going to trade them? That was my fear is they were going to trade them. Yes. Now, if they're signed 100-degree to ex- extension, that's a good thing. That's that's what we want you to do. We want you to keep these guys. You don't have to
0: keep everybody. Yes. I understand you can't keep everybody. Show us you have a plan. Right. Show us you have a plan in place. Uh, and, and that's the
2: thing is, is, is I'll put it this way. Last year at the end of the season, the trades they made made sense to me, yeah. I mean, because we got we didn't just give the guys away, we got legit prospects. Because I think tonight, it's here tonight or tomorrow night, we uh, another prospect is coming up that we got from uh, the Luis Castillo deal. He's starting it's either tonight or tomorrow night. I can't remember. I saw you would know days. this better than
0: I would, strawberry. I really haven't been keeping up on the red, I, so yeah, I,
2: I cannot remember it. And he's he's starting here soon, so I'm excited to see him. And the funny thing is. When we have Hunter Green, Lodello, and Ashcraft pitching, we got a chance to win. I mean, I, I know yeah. none of them pitched last night, and we kicked the Rays' ass, which was unbelievable because yeah. the Rays are, have been the best uh, team in baseball. There, in I'll take that third loss of the season. So that was kind of fun watching that. Well, well,
0: well, I tell you what, when we traded uh, what's his name, uh, the guy we got from the Yankees a couple of years ago, uh, what was his name uh, to the Twins? We turned him to the Twins. What was his? Oh, name?
2: Oh, Sunny Gray. Sunny Gray. We
0: traded Sunny Gray. We got some young, eighteen or nineteen year old kid who was a first round pick. You could yeah. be up in a couple years. Could be a great young pitcher. I'm like, that's a great trade and all that. Yeah. So, but yeah, the thing of it is, we got all these young players, but do we trust the people in the driver's seat operating all this? Is the question. All right,
2: let's get back to the Bengals talk here. We got some more uh, questions here. I, I think uh, Brian here is talking about uh, Mixon. He said his production off, is his production slash off, slash off the field stuff. This is money was a known when they signed him to extension, right? Yes, it was known, but it's also is known that you can be cut at almost any time as yeah. an NFL player. Yes. I mean, NFL contracts are made to you don't finish them out. I mean, a lot of times in Cincinnati, you do the old Bengals, the new ones, not so much. So I mean, I think they've tried to uh reconfigure it, uh, but maybe they're just like, Look, you either you're taking less money or we're cutting you because they just can't. To run an NFL franchise right now in this day and age, you don't yes. pay running backs this much money. I, I you, you no. just don't. I mean, look at Zeke Elliott. I mean, look, they, he had a, a big contract. The Dallas Cowboys didn't want to pay him. They cut him. Happens. What happens? Happens all the time. So it's business. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Brad here says. Uh, Phil says there's no place else to go. Lowest attendance in the history at GAB. I believe that? that. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Lance McAllister was uh, put that out on his Facebook. Which I mean, and and he glad well, to ask the question, you know, why why is this happening? Is it the weather? Is it is it during the week? And uh, is it is it ownership? And I said, and I was like, well, honestly, I said it's ownership because you know Phil Kessel still says where are you gonna go? Yeah. And we trade all these guys, and we're not we're, we're winning more now this year than we did last year, but it's more of this is such a Bengals town right now. People might spend yeah. the money on the Bengals, or they're saving yeah. their money up to spend the money on the Bengals. You know, right. If us fans don't feel like you're gonna put your, your money where your mouth is, or you're not gonna keep any of these players that we like, you know, or you want to start investing in these players with, with our, our fandom and everything, and we feel like you're gonna trade them when they get too much you get to the point where they cost too much money. Like if you're not gonna invest into them, then why would we now that they started they did this?
0: That gives you a little bit of hope. Now they need to keep doing it. Yeah, and, you you, gotta keep, you can't just sign one player. You got to keep doing it. You got to keep going with this. I mean, I don't mean to say I'm whatever. This is a good start, but you're still not done, and, right? Yeah.
2: I mean, to be honest, if all these guys hit, me and myself, were talking about this last night. I said they all these guys hit that they got coming up. The Reds can have a pretty good damn good team now. Oh well, yeah. And uh, he he's like, well, you think they're all gonna be superstars? I was like, no. no, I'm not saying everybody be's a superstar is a superstar. Now De the Cruz, I think he's going to be. Um, the rest of them just have to be serviceable. Average to above average players, and yeah. we have good players already. I, I think Steer right now is is it, it, he's uh, in the top two or three as far as rookie of the year goes. Our, our third baseman, so that that's a good start. He's a kid we got. From, I think he's one we got from the Twins. Okay, I think that's who we got. We got him from last year. Correct me if I'm wrong, Chat, but he's been hitting the b- cover off the ball. Fraley and Friedel are hitting the cover off the ball. I so, said, I mean we're we're playing better. We're playing, you know, and we have guys coming up. So, there is hope. So, if you actually pay attention to the Reds, you can see what the plan is. Yeah. Now that they're signing Hunter Green,
0: that gets, that gets me a little more excited, I will say. Right. Well, most of, and most of the losses were one-loss games, right? Well, our bullpen sucks. No, the bullpen, <laughs> I mean, buddy, haven't we this for years? I mean, like that year we had Sean Marshall, Arthur Rhodes. We were unstoppable that season, man. Every oh, yeah. time those guys came in with the bases loaded or something, they would just bail us out all the time. That's when we were winning because we had a damn good bullpen.
2: Hey, uh, Crip keeper, wants to give you a a, a new uh, nickname here? Hey, ice, do you like night train? New lights. Does he look? Does he? he does, wait, does, does he, he, look, he like, look like football god? Bengals gear or what? I Is this a like,
0: compliment
2: or a... <laughs> I don't know. I think he's enjoying your, your new like. Can we see your face now? It's not... It's yeah, not no, like, My
0: face was like hidden and all that. And I think he said one time... Greg, we need to see your face. So, so I ordered a ring light here. Yeah. Like, wow, this makes a big difference.
2: Oh, yeah. It works out a lot better. You look so pretty. We can see all well, you.
0: I remember yeah. a couple of days ago, you and Dan were like, Greg, what the hell are you doing? And all that. Because I kept adjusting. It just wasn't working. I'm like, okay, I got to go back to my phone and all that. This <laughs> <'Cause> Pop <laptop laughs> is so much better. and Plus, I can use my phone when an update yeah. comes up. Where I'm like, Strawberry, what happened in the updates? Right. <laughs> yeah, you quit bugging me. Strawberry, <laughs> <laughs> strawberry, look at the phone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: Exactly. All right. So, with the Bengals back in town, does this yeah. get it to be excited? Does it get oh, you excited yeah. about, you know, we're getting closer? I mean, yeah. we're still a couple months, but we're getting closer to football season.
0: Well, next week, Strawberry, it's pretty much Christmas. I mean, I treat the NFL draft just like more than I treat actual Christmas at times. I mean, I'm just so excited, man. I mean, I, I just can't wait. I mean, you you, you just don't know what you're going to. It's like the old Forrest Gump saying, life's a box of chocolates. You don't know what you're going to get, especially at 28. So right. I'm just excited, man.
2: And you are going to be at Paycor Stadium.
0: That is true, buddy. That is true. And So I'll put it this way. I owe my brother a lot of favors and all that. I got to be on his good side these days now. <laughs>
2: there you go. Well, you'll be joining us, me and Dale, on our marathon uh, draft coverage that we will be starting April 27th on Thursday. And right. uh, So you'll be coming to us uh, live from Paycor. I got you coming on. Corey's going to be in the inner circle. Third down guy. Mark Walters is in the inner circle. Those guys will be coming there. Trags going to come on. Richard Skinner's gonna come on, Um uh, Rand, uh Trent or I get it right. Matt Bomb, uh, Kent Lee Trent, I get it right. He's gonna be on. He's he's the creative rass. Uh, he might oh, cool. be on the he might be on the whole time with us. I don't know. He's like, don't uh don't uh tease me with a good time. I'm like, hey, if you wanna,
0: hey <laughs> like, man, three four <laughs> hours to talk though. I'll try to pop in from time to time. I don't know how it might be a little loud there. I'll try to step aside, but I'll like tell get, tell you guys what, how things are going and what the reaction is and all that. So it's going to be interesting, man. I'm just excited, man. I'm excited as hell, and I can't wait for this to happen.
2: Exactly, exactly. So um, I didn't get to ask Trags this uh, too much about Jackson Carmen coming in mm-hmm. skinnier, svelte. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. I well, think yeah. He finally, I think he saw that he can do it, you know, yes. that he can that he can compete and he can play at this level. Right. He saw that. Right. It seems like maybe he finally is maturing, taking it under his own responsibility to get himself in better shape. Because let's be honest. I mean, if they trade Joe, if Jackson Carmen does really good. Yes. They could trade Jonah just because Jackson's doing so so good.
0: Well, we've always talked about Strawberry. We're not trading Jonah until we know where to right tackle is. Maybe yeah. we've been here the entire time. We just didn't know. I mean, remember when, remember when uh, uh, Jonah got hurt last year? I think we can all agree. We were freaking out. Oh, great. Jonah's in the left tackle. But the one thing that did come to my mind was this was his position. He's used to playing. But we did not know he was going to play like this like throughout the playoffs and all that. I mean, they, we, I mean it just came out of nowhere. So maybe he finally is like, hey, look, I can do this. I know I can play on this team and all that. So well, the
2: thing is, he's getting close to to the end of his contract. So yeah. it's either put up a shot because usually, if it doesn't for a guy like Jackson, if it doesn't work with the team that you're drafted by, the likelihood of you getting a shot at starting yes. by another team that did not draft you is very unlikely. Oh, absolutely.
0: So, I mean, absolutely. He's,
2: he's he can see the writing on the wall. Going, well, they just moved Jonah from you know he was that left tackle and they just went outside Orlando. Brown, if I don't get my button gear, I'm
0: going to be gone. Well, you know what? When, when Mike was talking, I mean, I, I tried to back up Jonah. I said, look, he's upset, but this is ridiculous. Just come in and play, okay? I mean, right tackles, like we said, Lane Johnson got $33 million. Right tackles do get paid and all that. And I think a lot of teams still view Jonah as a guard and all that. So be grateful we're still letting you play tackles. So I don't know the whole side of it, but I just want to be like, dude, just come in, man. Help the team win. Get exactly. Show that show the NFL you're worthy of, of playing anywhere too. Uh, poor Trevor says, is isn't this Carmen's last year? No, I no, no. It's the second right? year. He got a four year deal, so he's on his third year. So he's got two more years. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. That's
2: right. He's only been here two years. You're right. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. All right. Um. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, strangers are agreeing with you. Yeah. And apparently, I, I don't do I don't do names, so I'm, <laughs> I mess somebody's name up. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Bengal Brown. <laughs> Appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, all right, Greg. So what do you guys got going on? I know you're doing a giveaway uh, on, uh, on Rally right now. I'll show, tell everybody about that.
0: Uh, so we've been giving away – we gave away uh, – oh, crud. Well, We, we gave away two signed pictures. Shout out to Darth Bangle. We gave out three hats and all that. We still got more hats to come up. Three-way city, you check it out on the website, threewaycity.com. Adam Renault does an amazing job with his business and all that. They're cool cool hats. You can We, we gave away a Reds one and a Bengals one. They're so cool, you know, and it's, it tune in to Rally Around the Natty for more, more to come soon.
2: Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm reading the comment here. No, he got –
0: Jeffrey, he got drafted in – No, no, he did not. That was the year with Chase. He, yeah. Chase was first round. He was yeah, second he was round. Three, no, exactly. It was 2021. Yeah, the last year is the second year because yeah. first year is
2: was supposed to come in and be – Right, still. Like, he, like, he still well. has two
0: more – you know, I'm glad he has two more years because that gives you an extra year with him.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, Ken said, I'm not comfortable with, with – Carmen, right tackle. We're not saying he's gonna be right no, tackle. We're not saying well,
0: all is, is he yeah. has
2: looks like he's taken a maturity step and coming yeah. in to camp in
0: shape, which is a, a, he wasn't in shape the first in his rookie year. So yeah, he's coming you, in shape and when, when you come in out of shape as a rookie, that's a huge red flag right there. Cause as a rookie, you better do everything right. And you know what? Maybe he's like, Hey, I could lose my job here and no, all that. I gotta take this seriously. I don't care if he's figured it out now. The fact that he's figured it out, that's all I care about.
2: Yeah, exactly. Correct again, you're two two in a row, Greg. Correct again. Chase, Chase, then Carmen.
0: Oh, I remember the draft like a lot of people said, Greg. Do you remember when this happened? I'm like, oh, that was the year we drafted Dark West and Art. Sure, so I I based a lot of memories with the draft. How I remember stuff. So <laughs> like, like the year I moved in my house was the year we drafted Dark West and Art. And my dad's like, oh, that's right. So that's how I remember stuff. But. Exactly, exactly. All right, Greg. Well, man, I appreciate you jumping on. <laughs> Thank um, you, man.
1: I don't know
2: if we're gonna do any of the three thirty shows this week. Dale's under the weather. So right. Hey, Dale.
1: Day, so.
0: Dale, just get better. Whenever you're ready, we're good to go. I'm ready when you are, Bob. But just take yeah. it easy though for the time being. Exactly. He's he's got to rest up because, like I said, we got a
2: marathon we're doing
0: next Thursday. So.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greg. As always, appreciate you, brother. Take care, bro. Good day. Good day. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed that as much I I have. Go follow Trags. Go follow Big Savage Greg. Go watch Rally run the Natty. Go watch all my boys, Bengals and Brewers. I cannot wait until Thursday. It's going to be a very very long day, but I think a very very fun day, and it could be a very very interesting day to see what the Bengals do. I'm gonna get out of here, and I'm gonna go watch the Reds game. So, I I, I think. 99 percent sure I saw this is either tonight or tomorrow that they're uh having a um rookie start and he's one of the guys that got from the Luis Castillo trade. So hopefully he comes in and we have a fourth really good starter. We'll see. Uh anyway, let's get to the uh Facebook groups that let me live stream. And as always, I appreciate every single one of them. They are Houday Nation. Hootay Legion, Bearcat Ruckus, Radical Reds, The Ohio State Bucknuts, The Ice Bar, and then you follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Strawberry Ice. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopole. TikTok is at Iceman90. I will be pulling the sound off. I tried to do it last night, and I forgot to pull the sound off, and I got to work and couldn't do it. So yesterday's show is not on the podcast, but today should be. Uh, it's on BePod, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. Give me a five-star review and a comment so more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. YouTubers, you guys are awesome, 2,185 subscribers. As always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors. about Bengals talk with Strawberry Ice. And a quick, quick question. My son hates the new logo. I have on Twitter. I got, I got I got I got a different one on Facebook is uh Bagel oh. Billy maybe a really cool uh graphic for myself of very off awesome for my birthday. So that's why I got Facebook. Twitter, who did Joe made this new logo. I thought it was kind of cool. I do not know if anybody if anybody likes it or not. My son thinks it's stupid looking. I think it's cool looking. I might do a Twitter poll to find out if uh, anybody likes it or not. Anyway, let me know if you guys like like the new logo or not. Um but like I said. YouTubers 2185, tell everybody, tell your friends, hey neighbors, to subscribe to Bengals Talk with Sharp Rice. Try to get them to 3,000 as fast as we can. I would appreciate it. Tomorrow, I don't have a guests yet. Maybe be Greg, maybe be Dale. I got I got some stuff feeling out. See if I get people to come on. You know, that's why you tune in live. You hit the subscription because you never know. One, who I'm gonna have on, two I go on a different at a different time. But usually it's every day at 5:30. Other than that. You guys have a wonderful day. I will see you tomorrow. Ready? That's just sports, baby.
0: See ya! Talked about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game. Not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this?
1: We better send those refunds. I'm <laughs> from the city where they got to play us. Where they gotta play the point a coin, flippers time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up Don't cross the up. middle, 21 in the cut Where We ain't right? hiding from nobody, run and tell him it's up Bag to up. bad champs, kings of the north with it mm-hmm. Thinking they can hang with us, still ain't jumped out the porch with it Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watching go and get it Double up on him and we gon' double down on T Higgins Then throw Void in the mix, now you really iffy Every Sunday showin' boys how they're really gritty They try to shuffle up the game on us, but they ain't icky Flip the coin, kick the toe, Roger right to the go and get it Never know what's gon' happen when Joe drop back He get the in the pocket it, I get shysty on the track. Nobody on the team, all pro, that's all cap. Most all around team in the NFL, that's all fact. And came across nobody yet, it seemed like they can hang with us. They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we caught their bluff. Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us. Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us. No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail. I dare you come across that middle, Vaughn gon' ring your bell. I know we under their skin, them boys built frail. Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail. You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends. Rita clogging up the middle like a big body bends. Right behind them, Logan and Pratt, the turnover twins. Jesse Bates in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends. We just draft the camera, draft the heel. Instant gratification every time that they on the field We can't go back to what we was, cause that's the loser weight It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eight It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it Zach Taylor doing the same for the city, I give it to him And I bet you will find a hole if you give it to him Aiden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him Just hand it out to 28 and let him do the dash Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash Every week it seem like Lou digging deeper in his bag And if the game on the line, all my favorite money match I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut And we ain't hiding from nobody, run telling tell them it's up I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut And we ain't hiding from nobody, run telling tell them it's up